February 6, 2023. You're listening to Old Blast with Don and Kevin, and I am Kevin. And I'm Don. And uh, it's the day before my birthday. Birthday Eve here. Turning Happy birthday, Kevin. One. Yeah, 51 years old. I didn't think I'd get this far, uh, to be honest with you. I I really didn't. Um, And uh, my dad checked out. uh, He stroked out at 55 and lasted until he was 57 in a terrible state of like the one video or something. Um, Don't want to end up like that guy. Um, um, But uh, so far, so good. I just got my blood work back from the doctor. Went in and got that done. Everything was actually good for once. Like uh, my triglycerides a little high because I gain a little bit of weight. Not a lot. A couple pounds, but that just raises it, you know. But um, everything else was in the normal range, which was good for me. My uh, kidney function was normal. So creatinine is always a little high, but it's in the normal range of high. So that's good. And uh, my cholesterol balance uh, was actually good for once. Um, so uh, went out and ate a burger. <laughs> Why not? Chomped on Extra some bacon. sugar. Fuck it. Yeah. And... Yeah. Uh, but everything, yeah, everything's good there. That's so tomorrow, a yeah. little lady friend and I are going to go to the rainforest at the zoo. Because uh-huh. I'm off work and it's just something to do. Not having like a big thing. Because like her daughter's in school. And, you know, she has to pick her kid up around right. 2.30 or something. Right. So you can't really do you anything. time before that to hang out. Right. Exactly. You just do something during the day. That kind of thing. And uh, that's what I'm going to do. And then probably go to yoga after that and uh today was also the first day back in the office because the bank mandated all the tech workers to go back into the office two days a week Mm -hmm. and uh they wanted it to be like so if you're in a team right you work on a team and uh, you all work together, then you would all agree, hey, let's all come in on like Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, or something like that, right? And then the whole team would try to come in on those two days, and and that's what they would do. Um, That's what they expect. Whatever it is, I don't know. My team is all separated. We're all over the country. So there's nobody in the building that I go to that's on my team, right? So it doesn't matter what day I go in. So I decided I'm just going to go in on Mondays and Tuesdays because I just want to get it over with, right? You know, just I don't want to drag it out or have to look forward to none of that, you know. And also because there's holidays on Mondays a lot, so I can kind of use that to maybe lose a day. They tell you that you're supposed to, like, choose a different day to go in. And, you know, if I worked with a team of people and they were looking to work with me on something in person... I would agree with all of this, right? But there's nobody there. So I'm just like, all right, well, this is dumb. But I'm yeah. I'm going to go in. I ain't going to quit over it or anything. I'll go in and, you know, do my thing and, and uh, see who's all there. So, I, so they told us. They said, hey, we want all of you to start coming in this week. This is the week. Starts on Monday. Get in, get in the office. And then. And that was the chief technical officer and the CEO of the company the whole bank of the entire bank had this thing and said, we, if you're a manager, right, five days a week, 
you got to go in. Get in there. Not you, but. Right. Five days a week. Okay. So today's the day. I go in and uh, I work in a two floor building that's fairly large, you know, but it's two floors. Okay. And um, the ground floor is mostly like your, there's a cafeteria, there's a conference rooms and things like that. And there's a, there's, there's a half though, that is desks, right? So half of the floor is, you know, cubicles and stuff like that. But the other half is, you know, other things, mail room, all that sort of thing. So most of the activity happens on the second floor and the second floor is, you know, separated into two halves, basically. Oh, it's open, you know, cubicles, no real offices with doors or anything. It's all cubicles. And then in the center, there's some meeting rooms, not a lot, you know, maybe six meeting rooms in the middle and then all around the outside. It's just, um, cubicles. Well, so I'm going in and, you know, I'm getting in at, you know, about eight in the morning and, uh, there are five people there. This thing went before COVID when it, and it wasn't very crowded before COVID, but I would say there was probably anywhere between like 30 or 40 people, which is not very crowded for this amount of desks and things that are there, but that was average 30 or 40 people. Mm-hmm. Um, just off the top of my head. Yeah. And, and now there was literally like five people and this is the first day back. This is the first day back. Five people there. And and my old manager, who has a desk there, he wasn't there. Yeah. So if they're telling you to go in five days a week, would you would you expect him to be in there? Well, it's one of the five, right? <laughs> you would think so. But, yeah. You know. But no. no. So I mean, I don't know what it what I I I do realize I went in on a Monday. And a lot of these other teams were probably like, let's let's not do Monday because I want to just kind of like relax after the weekend, you know? So let's go in on like another day. So I I get that. I might go in on like Tuesday and it might be busier. or I might go in on like Friday or so. I can't imagine people would pick Friday. You know what I mean? But, but but maybe, and you know, maybe it'll be, um, there'll be more there, but, uh, I don't know, man. I would have still have expected there to have been, you know, substantially more people than was there. And I, I, I'm, I'm, Really curious about the rate of attrition that might develop because of this, because of them forcing us to go back to the bank. Because part of the problem is, is that the CEO, when the job market was tight, had made a thing and he was like, hey, don't worry about having to come into the office. You don't have to come into the office. We're going to keep our flexible thing going here. You know, if this works for you, that's great. And then, you know, we had a record quarter last quarter. So, you know, we had we had record profit. And, you know, but it didn't meet Wall Street expectations. Like, who cares what Wall Street expectations? I mean, the bank does, of course. But we had record profits anyway. It was record profit. You know what I mean? So so we're, everybody working from home is doing a gangbusters job. But these, these guys are just like, you know, I don't like that all these buildings are empty. Force people to come into work, you know? And uh, people are just, like, hot. You know, they don't want to do it. And... You know, they're going to, they're going to look elsewhere. And I think it's because like, you know, they think, oh, the economy is going to be bad now, you know, 
because um, of this recession. So they're thinking that the job market's going to get tight. Well, lo and behold, the jobs report just comes out and it's never been lower. It's like a record low. Like there is like 1.7 jobs for every one worker. So it's like, so, so they were wrong. Basically they're wrong. And now they're going to lose a bunch of employees because people want to work from home. It's 2023. The people don't want to go into the office, go for the drive. They want to be there when their kids get home from school. You know what I mean? It's stupid. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and listen, I get that there are jobs that you have to be in there, you know, and there are going to be times when it makes sense to collaborate. But when you're me and where my whole team is in other states, it Ooh. makes zero sense for me to be in the office. But there I was. There is. I'm the guy that's there. Me and five other hey. people. Hey, Nobody everybody. else. Here I am. And then on top of all of that. The country gets attacked by an, a balloon from China. Right? I mean, could it get any not worse? Just, could it get any not, worse around here? Not just any balloon. A weather balloon. A weather balloon from China. No, no spy balloon, because they want to know what kind of baloney we're eating. It is I weird. don't know. Like, it's dumb. Like, it... it okay. <laughs> if, it's a we if it's a weather balloon, right, they could have just told us. Ahead of time. Hey, right. we're yeah, sending up a weather balloon. Here's where it is. You know, be aware. But no. And we've known right. about this. This isn't the first time. This is the first time you and I have known about it. Right. There's actually been like like half a dozen of these things. Going back to the Trump being in office as well. So, Mr. You should shoot it down. He could have shot down his. He didn't. Um, right. And there's one over like Latin America right now as well and the and so i'm sitting there and i'm thinking to myself i'm like well okay our government's right you can just use a satellite and right. or you can go on google maps basically and right. see what you want to see right and a balloon isn't you can steer it a little bit but you can't really go against the air currents right you can just right. kind of wiggle your way around left or right while it's pushing you forward so you don't have the same level of um, accuracy that a that a uh, satellite has, right? So I'm thinking, so, so they're not using it really for photography. I mean, they're going to take some pictures, I'm sure, right? You know, but yeah. I mean, that's you can do all that with a satellite. So, so the only thing I was thinking of is that you know the only thing to me, because who knows, that makes sense, is that they're probably maybe trying to um, uh, capture radio waves, not mm -hmm. like the radio that you and i listen to not like the music on the you know hey you know what we want to listen to you know the mexican radio yeah we want to listen to radio but um like a lot of spy type stuff gets sent out over radio a lot of military um transmissions get sent out over radio and um, if you send up multiple balloons you can triangulate where that is. So if you've got one to the, you know, uh, to the left of it, below it, above it, whatever, you can locate it. And then they can pinpoint these locations of where these transmitters are, etc. This is a theory of mine. Like, that would make some sense of why they would use balloons to do this. Um, and, of course, allow us allowing it to go all the way across the country just <laughs> allows them to gather that information. Because... 
the people in charge are thinking, well, they're just taking pictures. They can just do that with a satellite. So it's fine. Just let it go. And like, I, if I, I wish I could have been in the boardroom and raised my hand. I'm going to be like, well, what if they're trying to pinpoint the radio signal? You know, yeah. quiet, Kevin, shut your mouth. Yeah. Be quiet. Did we ask you oh, to speak? Get out. She, Go get a so coffee. You're so smart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're so smart. Aren't you smart boy? Get out of here. So, you know, but he, he, you know, it's, uh, be kind of funny though you know they they did shoot it down over north carolina there in the water and re- retrieved it and um they it'd be funny if they like you know gathered it all up and just you know they looked at everything and it's just like one of those home weather station things it's got the little spinny thing on it for the wind and the little yeah. arrow that points in the direction and <laughs> and a rooster on top like, what the hell what is this like, yeah 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 <laughs> what the hell <laughs> It's funny. It's just weighed down with bags of rice. You're like, oh, yeah. what the fuck? I don't know. But well, I mean, seriously, if it was just a weather, they could have just told us, hey, we're launched. And the thing is, is they launched it over by the Aleutian Islands, which we own, which is the islands near Alaska. And it actually came down on the jet stream through Canada, you know, entered by like Montana, went over to Idaho, whatever. And it's just like, you know, they knew what they were doing. China. What are you, what's China do? I mean, what are you? You're not, they're not going to go to war with us. So what are they doing it for? Yeah. I mean, they just want to see what, you know. <laughs> they just want to check out what we're doing, you know. They're like, we heard there's a lot of McDonald's over there. We want to see them all. See I them. mean, they probably, you know, it. I, I, I'm. you can get on a plane from China and fly over to the United States if you have like a, you know, for vacation or whatever. You know, we're, yeah. we're friendly enough. I mean, we can go over there. They can come over here. And yeah. um, I'm sure you got to get a visa and everything, but you can do it. So, I mean realistically our country probably just has tons of spies you know what i mean there's yeah. probably chinese oh, yeah. spies no. all over the place um Dude, i got james bond movie in here right gathering whatever they need so the balloon it's just it really now now it's a big That's country it's a big country it's just like the united states and it it could be uh, you know i'm just i'm not it, who knows but it it could be just like a a non-government thing. It could be some guys that are just like, you know, let's launch a balloon. <laughs> right. right. Some third grade classroom over in China. It's like, all right, children, we're going to launch the balloon and see where it lands. We got all the gear on here. and Let's see what we can get back on the computer. Yeah. You know, and then meanwhile, like they start World War Three and shit. I, and, you know, there was a song called 99 Luft Balloons. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, kind of all about She was that. German, though. A German thing, and it was a lot of balloons. Who has ninety nine balloons? That's a lot of balloons, man. And they're all red. How are you gonna let go of all? I mean, who? How, if you try to hold on to ninety nine balloons, I mean, it would be like that movie Up. I mean, you would just yeah. you would just fly away. That's a lot of balloons. Yeah. I mean, maybe they launched them one at a time, but then would that look like a real threat? It right, like it'd a, just be like a train. Yeah, and they're not even in line. Like a bunch of birds or something. It'd be really small. Float around wouldn't be good. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't make sense, but um. All right, so what are we talking about this one? How was I got one real. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got a good one. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's not a great one, but it's like. It better be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good-ish. <laughs> All right, yeah. It's about Clint. So. Those are all uh, Yeah, right? So dude got a new job uh, delivering packages for Amazon. Oh, okay. I guess, sure. right? Yeah. And so he was telling me about it the other day. He seems like and, the guy that would do that job. You know, and oh my god, that's all he talks about now. It's like it's so ridiculous. It's like, ugh, dude, I don't care about the packages in your car. 
<laughs> so, uh, so he's talking about it the other day, and he goes, he goes, dude, you wouldn't believe it. He goes, I, 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 I parked the van. I found the address. I parked the van. I get out. I go to the back of the car, the van. I, I get all these packages out. He goes, I got all these packages in my hands. I'm carrying this dude. He's got like two or three big packages, and I got them in my hands. And he goes, and I go walking up to the gate. I look around. I go, look, okay. I open the gate. I come walking in. He goes, and wouldn't you know it, this perfectly tiger-striped pit bull comes out from behind the house, starts growling, barking, and charges right at me. And at that moment when he told me that, I was like, this dog's going to die. <laughs> like, like, oh, no. Under the he's got pool, another behind the wall. Right. I'm like, oh no, this is another story. This is gonna end like, oh no. And he goes, he goes, I didn't know what to do. I was like, yeah, I go, I go, when that happens, you got like one second where you're sitting there going, like, there's one second where you actually sit there and go, what am I supposed to do? You know, and then you got to do something. And, and, uh, and I was just waiting for him to be like, so, you know, I got in a wrestling position and I waited for him to get close and I tackled him. You know what I mean? I was waiting for something, you know, like that. And he goes, he goes, he goes, so what I did is I dropped the packages on the ground and it was like, uh, like the Hulk does. He goes, and I slapped my hands together in front of me. You know how like, you know, like how the Hulk does yeah, that, yeah, he yeah, claps yeah. his hand, you know, he goes, and I slapped my hands in front of me, whack. And I yelled, no. And the dog stopped and just sat down and it still growled at me, but it just sat there and I'm sitting there looking at him like. You don't even know what I'm thinking right now. Like <laughs> in, in my head, this dog's died five ways already because of you. And uh, he goes, and then the owner comes out and goes, oh, I'm sorry. I thought he was chained up. And, and Clint's like, oh, no, that's okay. And I'm like, I would have been telling him, you're lucky. You're like, if you love that dog, you're lucky he didn't do it because this dude is certified canine killer. You know, like that's just. And it, it was like, yeah. so nothing happened. He didn't get attacked. He didn't take the dog. But it was just, it was funny because he was telling the story. And then he got to that one point, And I was just like, oh, no. Yeah. Here we go. Dog's you know, because it's just down. like, yeah. right. Like, the, this dog doesn't even know. The, the, the dude's 2-0 and o against dogs or something like that. You know, it's like he's he's never lost. So, <laughs> but I just thought that I just, I, as soon as he, as soon as he was done telling that story, I was like, well, I know what I'm telling Kevin and the listeners this week. So. That was my. It that's wasn't. Great. It was. No, it was great. good, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't amazing. Yeah, if he killed good. the dog, it would have been fucking amazing. Oh, but, you know. Oh uh, my god. Good thing that the dog lived and everybody had a happy time. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh, what else happened? What else happened this week? Uh, uh, this week, I got the same day off as my girlfriend. Kind of like what you were saying. Like you're like, oh, we're gonna go to the, the yeah. rainforest, right? You got. Right. I actually spent the whole day with her, which was really weird. <laughs> and uh not really weird it was just like i, what you're I, I should be doing something it's my day off right. i should be going and taking care of something and doing something but i didn't i just didn't do anything all day and so we went to go eat we were like let's go out to eat so it's like okay cool we get in the car and we're driving we go to leave she goes stop at starbucks i want to get a coffee feel tired i need some energy i was like okay fine she gets her little starbucks coffee and i'm driving my car and she's got it in the cup holder and as i'm driving she goes to grab the cup and pulls it up. But my cup holders are all stupid. And they like grab the cups. So it's like hard to get them out sometimes. And with the plastic or the cardboard cups or whatever, they like, they'll fold and the lids will pop off before you can even get it out. 
And so basically that's what happened. The cup got stuck, everything, blah, blah, blah. She tipped it over whole coffee in the cup holders of the car, <laughs> right? Ice, <laughs> coffee. And I, and, and, and just so everybody knows, I hate coffee. I hate the smell of it. I hate everything about it. We talked about this last week. We were right. talking about why <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> cooking pinto beans and making coffee out of that. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> jelly beans. Uh, so so now I'm driving. I'm driving, and I look down, and there's a full macchino, cappuccino, frappuccino, all this ice, and it's just in my cup holder. And I'm looking, and she goes, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And I'm like, "It's no big deal. Shit, you know, shit happens. People spill stuff. Right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be mad about it. No, of course. What's the, what's the point? You know? I'm like, well, whatever. That's cool. It's no big deal. I said, I just need. I go. I think I need to find a vacuum cleaner because how do you how do you get <laughs> liquid out of the cup holders right i'm like of, how do i a lot of rags dude you probably. would need like a lot of rags and i'm like i don't have that many i'm in my car right. you know so i see a speedway and i was like well i'll just pull over here for now and i'll see if i can get enough of them the towels that they have right. for, the, for the windshield wiper thing you know i was like i'll just grab a bunch of those i pull in next to the gas pump i look down into the cup holder and it's just ice all the coffee's gone. <laughs> and I just went, what? It leaked out like, onto the floor? No, well, that's the thing. That's I, I, I was just like, oh, no. Uh, all the coffee's leaked out, and it's probably going into my carpet. And my carpet's going to smell like, you know, coffee. And I hate coffee. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> heard that or not. I don't know if you heard me when I said that. I hate coffee. And, um, and it... And it didn't. It, I was like reaching down. There's nothing in the carpet. There's nothing, nothing. It, there was nothing wet. Nothing was soaking. My car doesn't stink like coffee. And all I all I can do since last Thursday, all I've done is 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 just as I'm driving. If I'm driving somewhere, I just look down at the coffee, the cup holders. So I'm like, where the fuck did it go? She didn't, like was I? She didn't pound it like when you were not looking, right? Like put a straw. Yeah, in right. Like I, I jumped. Yeah, yeah. I'm pulling it. I'm, I'm watching traffic, and she's got her face down in there, just like, no, she ain't doing that. Not out of that cup holder. Those things are nasty. It was like, oh no. But it's and so it's like, well, maybe and she's like, well, maybe there's like a compartment underneath there, and it all dripped down into there. And I was like, so there's like a, I got a puddle of coffee in my car somewhere that like I can't get to, you know? Is it or is it? Or is it like, am I driving down the street and there's like coffee droplets falling out of my car? People are like, hey, that car's leaking. You know what I mean? They're like, hey, hey, buddy, you're leaking. Well, does it does, uh, it, does it smell like coffee? It smells like vanilla cream. No, it doesn't smell like anything. Yeah. It doesn't. It, the car doesn't stink at all. And I have no. And it was really cold. Remember, it was like yeah. negative twenty the other day. And and I was like, I'm gonna have a frozen chunk of coffee somewhere <laughs> inside of my car. Like there's, there's somewhere. There's coffee that's frozen, like a big chunk of ice. And it's like, and that's going to get real annoying because if I warm my car up and it starts to melt, then I'm going to hear every time I take a corner, shroom, shroom, shroom. I'm like, I'm waiting for it. You know, like every time I hit the gas, shroom, hit the brake, shroom. And it's like, this is going to suck. Haven't heard nothing, haven't seen nothing, haven't smelled nothing. So, you know, you're going you're gonna to like – 
take your car in for some kind of repair work or something. This guy's going to unscrew something and a bunch of coffee's going to pour out. Yeah. He's going to be like, what the fuck, man? What you put all this coffee in here for? Yeah. Like, oh, you're here to get your muffler? Oh, this is just coffee just happened to be there is what you're saying, you know? He's like, oh, you're here, to, you're here to get a muffler, huh? Well, this muffler you got here is really sticky. I don't know what you did to it. Like, oh, yeah. But only, it's, only you, man. Only you would have this weird. I, it's just weird. It's just like, where did it go? Like I, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it, <laughs> I it never will. So dry, it just sucked up yeah. the moisture from the tur- turn yeah, it back into beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Send it back to Colombia. Oh my god! But yeah, so that's that's my that's my interest. That's yeah, like that's my two fun. interesting stories for the week. I got some good ones in there. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. I, I didn't. I mean, I just I don't know. I, I've been cooking a lot lately, so I just like. Um, haven't really done anything uh, too exciting. I watched that Wakanda Forever because it's on Disney. Uh, did oh, you yeah. happen to watch it? No. Um. Well, it's not great. <laughs> uh, it's you know, um, it it has Namor moment, in it, right? And, right. Um, he's Mexican, and. Yeah. He, he's uh like I get it. Like let me just say I get it. Like you can't just go exactly with the comic books. You got to have to have some kind of background and stuff. So they made him like ancient Aztecs basically yeah. and then his mom ate like a plant and she you know um was able to breathe underwater and then had him. He's like some hybrid basically, right? So he can yeah. He could do both. And he can fly with his wings on his ankles. And and they're a little bit larger than they were in the comics, which kind of helps. I mean, not not much larger, but, you know, a little bit more, a little bit bigger. So, you know, because those ones in the comic books were tiny. It was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah, Um, cute. And, you know, he's, you know, he's, and and they, and I, and I liked that they made him like, not a good guy, not a bad guy, just, Of okay. his own interests, right? Right. And um, and then on the Wakanda side of things, it it just kind of, you know, like you know, well, it just sort of, you know, they Chadwick Boseman funeral like right at the beginning, basically, and then you know the the daughter, the one scientist daughter is there, and she's trying to work out, you know, how to stop. Um, Namor and things like that, and um, there's some back and forth with the queen and the the the, the warrior women and things, and and yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. If you're yawning right now, that's kind of how it is. It's like two hours <laughs> and forty five minutes. It's kind of long, and and it's all right, but it's just it. Okay, so you, so you get my tone, but the thing is, is that it it would be. It would be a little bit serviceable if it was leading me towards something else. The only thing they had here is that, like, okay, the 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 Wakanda has vibranium. No one else has right. vibranium, right. but apparently in the ocean they found some vibranium. So the CIA went down there, and Namor's group comes out and you know kicks their ass with a bunch of whales hey. and shit, so yeah. that. They can't do whatever they're trying to do. 
So the CIA eventually is going to come for Wakanda in order to get the vibranium. Or not just the CIA, the whole world basically wants it. You know, all the world nations, the UN and all this stuff. And so Namor is like, you know, Wakanda stands alone. And so they're going to have to come to us as their allies against, you know, the other people, you know, the humans or whatever. So yeah. so they kind of set that up at the end. But as well as, you know, there's an end credit thing and all this sort of stuff that's, you know, it's like, oh, look what's going on, but whatever. It's nothing. Yeah. Really. It's just, you know, right. who the next Black Panther is going to be, if you care. And and so, like, um, but there's no endgame. There's no Thanos. You know what I mean? There's no big bad right now. We, we've yeah, been having yeah. this problem for a while. We've, we, we, we took a long time with the other movies to get to Infinity War with Thanos, but we saw Thanos. I forget it. What, what was it? The first Avengers we saw him at the end of? Was that it? Yeah. And, and, you know, yeah. so, so, um, it took a number of years, but we kind of saw where it was going. We keep thinking it's going to be secret wars or whatever, but, uh, there's just nothing here that's giving us anything definitive about where we're going. Now, quantum mania is coming out in like a week and it's kind yeah. of like, um, I don't know about that one either because it would, if it was dropped in the summer, It'd be like a summer blockbuster, but they're dropping it in the middle of February. This is like the time of year where they drop trash in theaters. Hey. Like, no, no, I'm not saying it is trash. I'm saying <laughs> historically, this is the time of year where they drop the worst movies because they're just unload anything that they thought was going to be good to win like awards. They launched right. those like before Christmas, you know, or on Christmas Day, and then everything else that they have that they don't think is going to work. They dump it in, you know, after. And then, yeah. you know, you get through spring, and then you start launching off into the um, the summer blockbuster movies. So Quantumania is coming out, and I'm sure it's going to be serviceable, but it's, it's uh, you know, um, like... I hope it's I hope it's good I hope it's great, but I'm just I don't know where that's gonna lead us either because I mean I've seen the previews of it and it, it just looks like more, you know, Ant Man uh stuff and you know, maybe Molecule Man shows up dining, I don't know, but it just um it looks really kind of um <coughs> not that interesting. A lot Sorry. of CGI, not that interesting. But we'll see. Hopefully I'm wrong. I didn't you know, I just had a hard time with Ant Man and the Wasp. I did watch it all the way through. Um, but I just didn't find it. Uh, I didn't find that one all that great either. Like it's some of the jokes are okay, but I just, I, um, the first Ant-Man I thought was great. Uh, the second one just felt like more of the same, which I guess was kind of bumming me out. And this one looks like they're just kind of going way over. They're just like, there's a whole civilization of tiny people, you know? And it's like, "Mm." go ahead. It's the problem is, is they've taken a side character. They've taken somebody who's who's not a main character. Yeah. Um, he never had his own book. Never had, you know what I mean? And that's not taking anything away from Ant Man. He's a great dude, right? From what I know. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. Is like this. This is a side character. It's not. It's not someone who could stand on their own and do whatever. It's just a guy they call in when they need somebody, or it's just yeah. somebody who happens upon somebody and has to call people to help, or you know what I mean. It's just he just does it, you know. And it's it, and it and it's they've gotten to the point now where they're like, okay, we're gonna make him a main part of the whole storyline going forward. It's just like it's Ant Man, like 
he's not part he's not he's never been a part of any major storylines in any comic books it's like he's he's just ant-man yeah and it's yeah you know it's like <clears throat> like iron man started off every, nobody knew who iron man was but he was a main character he had his own book he was the leader of the avengers he's done this he's done that he's done that you know what i mean he had a history in the comic books so that you could take iron man 2 and iron man 3 and you could make something and, and pull people and make a, a viable story yeah and put a storyline to it where ant-man it's like okay so what did he do and everybody's looking around at each other like well he shrinks you know it's like we got that part because he was listen why is ant-man growing why does why does what could be see this is where like you said at the beginning you're like you can't expect him to be like the comic book so i should just shut my mouth but <laughs> ant-man and giant man are two different right the right, same person right, right. but no. they're two different people you know what I mean? It's like it wasn't Ant Man going like I'm Ant Man and I'm going to grow fifty feet tall. It's like, well, you're not an ant anymore. You're a giant. Right. You know, it's like <laughs> it's not giant. You know, right? It's like it it doesn't work that way. It's like and Giant Man never shrunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, when right. when he was when he was Giant Man, he was never like, oh well, I'm just going to shrink myself and get in here. He's like, no, I'm just going to make myself huge. So it's like. They're trying to shove two different characters into one thing because they know that the one character can't hold the whole thing to himself. Well, the other thing is, is you know, plus Paul like he, when he shrinks down and he's really small, he still has his regular, I guess, human strength, right? So he can kind of throw you around or beat you up or whatever. Um, he's got like the strength of an ant. It's ten times. Okay, you know? yeah, whatever. And and you know, but but once you kind of go through that. You know, we've seen it anyway a million times, though. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and all this other... There's thousands yeah. of TV shows and everything. We all get the, like, hey, I'm really small, and look at how the world looks different when I'm small yeah. kind of thing. And then, you know, and then he can get really big. But it, it, it it's its utility is a bit limited because, it, you know, um, yeah. most of the other characters, and you know, have... Um, uh, I suppose more interesting powers than than this. So that so that so so what they do then is they're like, yeah, but he could shrink down really small and go down like to the quantum level, and yeah. now he's going to find this other civilization. But what I'm thinking to myself is, is okay, but now he's going to be like everybody else. Like you know, he's going to be in this other civilization, but he's going to be Paul Rudd. You know, same. They're size. all his height, right? Yeah, a exactly the same. So. Who cares, you know? And, yeah. and he could be like, well, I can make myself larger than you. But I mean, eh, it's not really that interesting. But, uh, but you you're know. not going to be able to see anybody. Yeah. Because <laughs> you'd be too big. Right. And, and so, so, I mean, I, but, you know, they, they, some of these stories are okay. But I, Marvel, they're kind of all over the map with me lately. So I just, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I, yeah. I don't know if it's because Disney took it over and is murdering it. Oh. <laughs> it might be it. I don't know. I don't know, but we'll see. I went and saw that Tom Hanks movie too, A Man Called Otto. It was like a safe date night movie type of thing. Um I was supposed to take my girl to see it. Yeah, it's a grumpy guy that, you know, um, basically lives in a condo community. And, yeah. um, you know, just uh, wants to keep the place nice and, you know, has some various wacky neighbors and um, but he's also sort of depressed because he feels like his life is over. He's not moping about it. He's, um, basically going to try and end his life at some point. Um, but he keeps getting involved in all these wacky neighbor things and, 
you know, he ultimately finds some new uh, neighbors move in, and yeah, he finds some last minute happiness, I suppose, and and then it ends basically. Uh, it, it's okay. It's just it's just a safe family movie kind of thing. Although real little kids with the themes of suicide, it's not a lot of yeah. I, but I wouldn't put real little kids in there to it. But but um, teenagers, teenagers yeah. and stuff could handle it no problem. It, and it's it's fine. It, it's totally horrible, which is what I expected. I mean, I didn't expect it to be, you know, um, a war picture or something. Well, that's like my my girl, she, my girlfriend. She loves Tom Hanks. Yeah, and in, and anything Tom Hanks, she's like he's the greatest. Uh, he's my favorite actor. I love all his movies, and so it's like. We don't ever do anything. We never go anywhere. We never, you know, that's like going out to dinner the other night was like something weird. We were like, we didn't know what to do. We felt weird talking to each other and stuff. Like we're out in public. <clears throat> so I, so I was like, you know what? I, I heard about the movie. I saw when it was coming out. She didn't know. And I was like, I'm going to tell her about this. I'm going to take her to go see this man named Otto. Got it, you know, and whatever this guy. And, uh, and I said, it looks kind of funny. Like he's grumpy and stuff. You know, I saw the preview. I was like, oh yeah. Okay. That's, that's cool. And so I told her about it and she goes, I didn't know anything about this movie. And I showed her the trailer. She goes, oh my God, I got to see this. And I said, we're going to go see this. You and me, I'm going to take you out to go see this. She goes, this isn't your kind of movie. And I go, I understand that, but Hey, listen, (laughs) you know, you want to go out, we'll go out. I can sit in the theater, watch a movie. Maybe I can fall asleep. You won't even notice. You never know. So I thought about that, right? And I was like, I told her about it. And I said, we're going to we're gonna go one of these days before, you know, because this is before it came out. So I was like, we got to wait till it comes out. We got to find the right day. We're both off. And I guess Clint went and saw it. So when I talked to him, he looked at me and he was like, because I told him the story. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go take Shannon to see that. And he goes, you're not going to want to go see that. And I go, what? He goes, you are not going to like anything about that movie. And I was like, are you sure? And he's like, dude, it's sad. At the end, it's like sad. It's like really sad. It's like there's a sad thing going through the whole thing. And it's just kind of sad and depressing. And I was just like, fuck, what did I get myself into? (laughs) You know, I was like, now I got to go see a sad movie. I'm like, I don't want to see this. We never have. We never went. We never we couldn't get the schedule. It, it, it's not to, to work out. He, he, he's he's over. It, it's it's it's, it's not. It, it 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 it's it's you know it's not ET dying or anything. It's it's okay. Um, yeah. It, it it you know it just ends sort of as you would expect it to. So I mean, it's just one of those things. Like it it's it's really not. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's a tear jerk or anything. It, it it has a it 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 ends on a it ends on a on a, on a positive. I think. Anyway, huh. although I mean, it it does have a fucking car commercial basically in the middle of it, which is kind of annoying. But I, I see a lot of this lately with sponsorship stuff, and it seems like um, it they're just it's just becoming so obvious now in in a lot of ways that I I um uh, I don't even know. I just saw another one too the other day um in a show or a movie or something that was also yeah. just a blatant a blatant commercial for something uh you know it, it, it's just but i mean i know this is how they make their money uh do these movie things but it's i don't know the state of movie theaters is just kind of bumming me out because um it looks like regal cinemas is basically going to market off all their um uh property they're, yeah. they're in bankruptcy and they're gonna 
auction off all of their theaters. So we'll see if uh, anybody buys them and who buys them and what's going to happen to them. Uh, that's Crocker Park. And um, yeah. I think that's that the theater's one. always kind of busy. That is the that's probably why it's the only one that's still. I mean, there's one out in uh, Lorraine area over there. There's a Regal, but I mean the um, the Middleburg Heights one closed a while ago, and uh, Great Northern just closed, so those right. are all gone. And then AMC, right? They only got one left, which is at Ridge Park Square. Um, they closed the one in Solon, and they closed the Chagrin one, so they're. They're just about dead, too. Although they yeah. had some weird thing happen where a lot of um, people pumped up their stock in order to, like, do a little bit of um, profit-taking, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, AMC utilized that jump in money to um, basically do stock splits, um, mm-hmm. which enables them to get cash. And so they managed to... Um, pay down or are paying down. I don't know the whole details of their, their business plan, but it sounds like they're using that cash to pay down their debt. So they might, it might help them survive, but we'll see. Um, Cinemark, however, profitable, doing well, and um, somehow weathered everything fine. Why is that? I don't know, but um, maybe they'll buy the Crocker Park one. I have no idea, but there are just, um, I mean, there's only two around here, right? There's Valley View and Strongsville is Cinemark. Um, yeah. But that's it. But yeah, theaters, somehow we still have a drive-in. Still a drive-in right. out here. Uh, it's probably because the, it's a the, novelty. the property that it's on has got to be dirt cheap, right? It's like highway entrance <laughs> to right. the left. It's a turnpike entrance to the right. Yeah. 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 Light soccer fields. Yeah. Bright light soccer field. And it's just like this, like, you know, it's a drive-in. So it's just like a dirt, nothing. And and it's also kind of in a depression. So like you couldn't put really anything else there. I don't think. Probably Um, used to be a swamp. Yeah. Or it could be like some place that like, like the dump old cars or something. Like it just, So, um, so probably the rent's cheap and and they've managed to be there forever. Um, but it is family owned. So who knows, but, uh, most drive-ins went dark, um, when they switched to digital, uh, film. So anyone's that managed to stick, I know there's a, there's one down South, like where you used to live out by Seville. Um, I think it has one theater and, uh, it also went digital, so it's still around. But yeah, it's amazing because with all the struggles all these other theaters have, you know, it's funny that these drive-ins around here, because because like we have winter, we we can't even do it year round. You can't right, even be like right. a year round profitable business uh, as no. You got to take months and months off, uh, and you know it's crazy. It's how how do you do that? How do you survive? But they do it. But these big chains and shit. Dude, can't do this it. Driving over here by me is always busy on the weekends. Right. It's like it's like the thing to do. It's like people are into it because it's like old school. You know, it's just like they're like, oh yeah, we can well, take the kids get, and they yeah, can run get, around. And- you get to see two movies basically for the price of one. That's nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the kids can get out. It's good for families. You can stretch your legs, walk around. 
You know? Yeah, I don't know when the last time you were out there was, but they got a good concession stand too. It's like a cafeteria well, in there. Yeah. I mean, Big, you just walk down the line with your tray. You can be like, "Here's a burger. Here's cheeseburgers. It's you like know, pizza. It's, it's literally like going back to the seventies, though. I mean, it is. Like, yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's it's all nice. Like the the, yeah. the the picture is nice. You know, you tune in on your radio. You don't have to use that squawk box in the window and shit. Well, it's um, all digital too now. Yeah, it's all digital. It's it's nice, but other than when the train goes by, but um, well, yeah. But it's still, it's Royal like, Royal. it's it the layout and everything, it's totally like the 70s, man. Like, And you could, like, get out of your car, go sit on one of those picnic tables, and just watch yeah. the movie at the picnic table. Like, you don't got to sit in your car if you don't want to. You're going to have to have weird people walk by you all the time, try to touch you. But, yeah, uh, no, I don't know. Nothing to do there. <laughs> people always walk by me trying to touch, well, no, never mind. Well, we have some other theaters in Cleveland too. There's like these Atlas ones I've never been to, and there's the Cleveland theaters, the Capitol, the Cedar Lee, um, yeah, et cetera. But those are like the artsy ones. Yeah, Capitol's all right. That's the one that's over on West 65th. That's that's um, regular uh, um, movie. Cedar Lee's the one that always does like the 35 yeah. millimeter special edition. Yeah, if you want to see an independent film, you would go to Cedar Lee probably. They'll, they'll play regular mainstream stuff sometimes, though, too. You know, they want to make money. But, um, and then uh, let's see what else we were going to talk about. Oh, I, was, talk about. I, I uh, started playing the Dead Space remake on uh, Xbox. Um, Dead Space is interesting. The first Dead Space came out, and it's like, you know, a horror third person, a first person shooter type of horror game. And, um, uh you um you're investigating like a ship it's it's kind of like event horizon in a way and uh, it's infected with these um uh mutated humans basically so the humans get infected with this you know um whatever uh, undead thing and then they all kind of turn into these creatures with like razor arms and shit and then, you know and you just got to sh- kill them basically but they always sneak up on you or they play dead and you know there's some jump scares and things like that but it's got a good like sort of story going with it you know you pick up like recordings of people talking you know when they were still like on the ship and you know there's some notes to read and you you run into people that are still alive and they talk to you and then you, you have like your crew and they um they're they're in different parts of the ship so they come on video and and you know to tell you to meet them and so all that and and that's been that way since the original game, and it did really well. It sold really well, and then they were like, "All right, we're going to release the second one." And Electronic Arts, you know, uh, big money, everything. They released the second game, and that did great. Second game did great. They were like, "Woo, Dead Space Two, rock! We're going to make a Dead Space 3. And They made a Dead Space Three, and it. Uh, I think it reviewed out okay. It's it, it's um. Maybe not as quite as good as the first two, but it wasn't terrible. It was it was you know like worth the the money, but it's just like one of those things where like nobody bought it, like it just nobody bought it. They did make one for the Wii called Dead Space. I think it was called Extraction, which was an on rail shooter. It was actually kind of fun. I actually have that. Um, and uh, but then that's it. Then Electronic Arts was like, well, you guys didn't want to buy the third one. We're not making any more Dead Space games. And it's like, um, you know, I don't think it was due to the reviews or anything. I think it, 
And, you know, they might have been like, oh, the, the people don't want to play those games anymore. They want to they want to play Call of Duty and something like that, which, which may be true. But I think it's just also about the timing of when you release something, you know. There's like, when there's a drought of games, like there is currently on like these new consoles, um, you know, there's there's you might go buy a Dead Space or something. But if you released it like the third one, when there's like a whole bunch of games being released at the same time, then... You know, gamers only have so much money. You're not going to go buy them. These games are expensive, man. You know, there's $60, $70. You're only going to buy like one game or something to play. That's going to be your game for a while. And, and the Dead Space 3 wasn't going to be it. And I also think that when you start to, it's just like with movies, when you start to um, number them, then people are like, well, I didn't play the first one or I didn't finish the second one. So I'm not going to play the third one because I didn't, I didn't get done with the with the first one right and so you know then people are you're sort of just call it something else you know just call it like dead space you know darkness rises or something you know just some bullshit yeah and um and then people would be like more apt to probably play it but you know by numbering them they're they're killing themselves so anyway uh it's been quite a while and then they decided to redo the game so they they rebuilt the game so it's the same game not but not the same game like they same little map layout same kind of things like that but all new graphics and but also like they added more content so it's like it's more it's more fleshed out they changed some of the um the way certain things were done and 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 uh, uh made it a little bit more polished and and refined so like a better experience overall i don't know if it's really worth the 70 dollar price tag for it you know because yeah. uh i already played the first one and so it's i felt like well i'm playing the same game again i, I get there's more to it and and people worked on it and everything but it, it probably could have stood to be like you know maybe a 50 dollar game rather than a 70 dollar game you know yeah. um but uh otherwise it's it's been a, it's it's a pretty good it's a pretty good jaunt right now i i haven't got all the way through it yet or anything um but uh yeah it's fun you know i it's, it, the scary thing the, these kind of games aren't overly scary like you know um not more <laughs> scary than most other uh games that involve like First person shooter kind of thing, you know, a guy runs ah, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Um, it's not really like a horror game because some of those horror games are like set you on edge, you know, constantly. Oh uh, yeah. So or, just, uh, just yeah, <laughs> or just you know, you're just in a dark place and it's creepy as hell. But yeah, that's so, why that's why I stopped paying. That's why I stopped playing Max Payne because at one point he goes into a dream sequence, and he's just running in darkness, following a trail of blood while a baby cries in the background. And I couldn't handle that for more than a minute and a half. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. I had to shut it off. I was like, this is killing me. Oh my god, it's funny. Max it was Payne. the worst. I never played that game again. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then on uh, Switch uh, or not Switch, um, Steam Deck, I've been playing Red Dead Two. Um, it's, it, it works okay. The sound's a little bit choppy on it, but it works okay. Uh, it's kind of a weird, it's kind of weird, really. I mean, cause the, the, the Steam Deck runs on Linux. It doesn't run on Windows and it uses this thing called Proton and, um, some Linux libraries to sort of, sort of emulate 
Windows. So you don't really know it's Windows, but the game works, right? You know, the game's written for Windows, but it works. But it, but, but with Red Dead, it, it, it had a, a bit of a cumbersome uh, launch setup that um, you kind of got to log in to take two interactive, but the, the the mouse isn't there and you got to use the touch screen and the keyboard pops up and it's all, you, you get it. Like you'll, you'll get it to work, but it's just kind of, it's, it's futsy, you know? And it's like, yeah, um, I, I'm kind of hoping that more and more games get written with steam deck in mind um, so that the fonts of are bigger, you know, the, the, the text is larger and the interfaces are a little bit clearer um, for certain games and everything. Uh, but overall, it you know, I think it's a nice piece of kit um, when you can get a game like this that works good on it. I already actually have Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, I forget if I have it on the PlayStation or the Xbox, but I just never get back down to it. Um, so I said, well, I'll do it on the portable system because I kind of just keep that near my bed when I can't sleep and um, just kind of plodding through it i i really hate playing games twice like going through the same thing over again it it really um kills the anticipation yeah i I feel like i'm aging like i just feel like my body's aging like (laughs) uh, there's like you know a thousand other games i could play i don't want to play the same things over again but i didn't get that far in it you know so it's like i'm just trying to catch up to where i um where i stopped playing because I got that, and then I ended up getting um, Cyber... What is that thing? Cyber, cyber, cyberpunk? Cyberpunk, yeah. And uh, I played that all the way through, you know, to completion. Um, <clears throat> so that was kind of my... Uh, it took my focus off of Red Dead 2. So now I'm back on Red Dead 2. Or whatever it is. It's not Red... Is it Red Dead? Because the first one's There's, Red Dead, and then it's Red Dead... I don't even know what this one is. Is it Red the Dead? First one's Red, the first one's Red Dead Revolver. Right. Then the second... That's what I was going to say to you, because you were like, they got to stop numbering these games, because I never played Red Dead Revolver, but I heard about it. But then Red Dead Redemption came out, and that was the second one. And I, and I bought that and played that, and I was like, this is great. But then they said Red Dead Redemption Two. I own that. I have it for PlayStation. I yeah, got Red Dead Redemption, right? So that I played that too. Is yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I that was that. I think, you know, I don't know if I finished. I don't think I finished it. I think I got you, close to finishing it. You, let me say this: you'll know you finished if uh, you remember the barn scene at the very end. Yeah, I think I died at the end or something. Or doesn't he die at the end? I think it's something like <laughs> yeah. That. It's, it's, I don't. I could spoil it, right? It was like yeah, one of the yeah. greatest moments I've ever had in my life, <laughs> because I was just like, because I thought the game was over. They had credits. They did everything, and then it comes back to the farm with him and his wife and the kid and stuff. And you're just like, and like the old uncle guy or whatever, right? The right. old drunk dude. <clears throat> and I'm like, there's more. And they do like a couple missions where they're like, go out and hurt some cattle. And I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. sweet, yeah. And I go do that, and I come do this, and come do that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, somebody comes in and goes. They're people. They're coming, and like the whole army comes out, or something like that. And you get caught in the barn, and then like they're like, you got to push the door open to go out there. And I was like, okay, here we go. And I, I was like, all by myself. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm just gonna go out there. I'm gonna dead eye, and I'm gonna hit as many of these dudes as possible as I can. And you push that door open, and there's like thirty guys standing there, and it's just like. I got a six shooter. I'm so screwed. You know what I mean? You're just like, it was so, I was, it's so, it's so depressing and exciting at the same time. Cause you're just like, all right, here we go. I'm going to kill every one of these guys. And you kick the door open. And there's so many, you're just like, 
I'm going to get six of you. <laughs> you know, it's right. like, uh, and then, and then, and then you get shot and you watch yourself die. Right. Right. And, and then it's like, okay, there you go, guys. Now it's, uh, yeah, now you can know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's one of those things where you wonder like, you know, if there would have been a way to like survive it. I remember when I played, um, the original days X, uh, uh, on the PC ages ago. And there's this part in the game where your brother is, uh, in a, in like a hotel room or in his apartment or something. And he's talking to you and he's sort of unveiling some parts of this, you know, conspiracy that are going on, et cetera. And then the, um, the the police or you know whatever they are 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 at the door and he's basically telling you he's like you got to go just get out of here you know leave <laughs> and everything and so you know you go out the window and and I, I escape and everything and then later you know you go to the morgue and you see his body and all this sort of stuff and you know you help identify and I, and I you know and then later like I don't know you know months later or something somebody tells me it's like. No, no, no. I, st- I stayed I stayed with my brother, and we fought the fucking cops, and we fucking killed them all. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh. you, you, could, you can do that? Like, what? Huh. Yeah, huh. yeah, man. You just, you know, you, you just went to... He told me to leave. He's like, well, yeah, but you don't leave. You just fucking... <laughs> 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 like, okay, you know, so... I was like, wow, you know, so you never know, like, with video yeah. games. Like, they could... You know, there yeah. might there might be a way, and you don't know until you run into somebody, right. and then you're like, "Wait a minute, this uh, <laughs> I didn't know I could do that." You know, it's, that's totally what I was thinking. I was like, "Okay, so obviously I get out here. I'm only going to have six shots at this, and then no, I'm dead. I'm dying. <laughs> game's over. Forget about it." That's funny. So that's and that's what makes that makes games exciting. See? Oh yeah, no, it does. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if they're done right, I mean, those these those Red Dead and GTA's and stuff, you know, they're they're like premium they're like premium games like you know they're just done so well and there's there's a handful of developers out there making really great great games and then there's a bunch of developers out there that are shoveling shit out to us um no some of them make good games but they they're not at the same level it's all you know it's that that triple a game thing is like you know a red dead um two but uh, you know, if you get like um, I don't know, other say Sonic game, Sonic Unleashed or something, yeah. eh, you know, good. I like Sega, but eh, it's not a triple A <laughs> game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, I um, I got the Final Sabotage LP. Took them forever to press the Poets and Mad Men, uh, and I finally got it. And I finally listened to it. Um, you know. Uh, all the way through and, and both sides. And I, and I can tell you that it's not a good album, <laughs> which is, we kind of knew that it's, it's, there's a couple of things on it. They're okay, but it's like, um, you can kind of tell that like whatever this experiment was that sabotage was doing, uh, had moved on and became, you know, trans Siberian orchestra and poets and Mad Men was, was just not really a metal album. It was some weird hybrid between trans Siberian orchestra and, and what sabotage once was. And it's, it's not very good. And then of course, you know, sabotage goes on to be trans Siberian orchestra. And now I kind of just have a deeper understanding of where John Oliva's pain comes from. Right, because John Oliva's Pain—that's the name of it—is his spinoff band. Like John Oliva yeah. is the singer, original singer of Sabotage, and he first, like, while you know, 
uh, Sabotage got a new singer. He was like, I'm going to start my own band and I'm going to call it Dr. Butcher. And he <laughs> creates this Dr. Butcher album, which is actually pretty good. Like it's actually, you know, like a, like a Sabotage album before all the operatic, you know, story yeah. bullshit. It's actually a pretty decent album. Um, and then he decided not to do that anymore. Like he didn't want to do another Dr. Butcher album. And the problem with John is, is that he can't actually put his name at this time on a sabotage record. So if he, if he sang for sabotage, all the money that he would make would go to a bunch of bad deals that he made a long time ago. So he had to, um, when he, when he went to like handful of rain and sang a couple of songs and things like that, he couldn't put his name on the album. He couldn't get royalties and all this sort of stuff. So being, so doing sabotage wasn't making him any money. He was just doing it for the fans. Um, other than probably getting paid, you know, as a a session player and all that sort of stuff, but not getting royalties off the record. And then, um, so at, after poets and madmen, he comes out with John to live his pain and, uh, they had three albums, two or three, maybe two and a EP. I'm not sure. Um, and I've got those and I've got to sit down and listen to those. I don't think those are as good as Dr. Butcher because I remember listening to him in the past. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to give this, but Poets and Mad Men kind of closes the the chapter on, on that band. Um, kind of just an interesting, just a really interesting story of like, you know, two brothers in Florida playing in a shed, create a metal band during the heyday of metal, kind of, kind of get a, you know, a gold record there with almost or whatever with, um, yeah. all of the mountain King, you know, and then they kind of get a little progressive after that. So they did a gutter ballet, which I think is a pretty good metal album. And they did streets, which is good, but maybe less of a metal album, a little bit more progressive. Yeah. And then after that, it just gets like, they don't even have the same people in the band anymore. Basically. They're uh, just like they all, all, all different people in the band. Except for the guitarist, but then he dies, um, which is John's yeah. brother, which was also one of the main reasons to even listen was because Chris Oliva yeah. was an amazing guitarist and yeah. uh, had his own sound and everything, right? And and just just fantastic. And so then when he leaves, you're just kind of left with um, you know this sort of weird uh, thing. Uh, I don't know where they're just kind of making like. Um, uh, story records and things it's it's just strange really and the, yeah. the music's not terrible like i said it, it does it does transform itself into trans-siberian orchestra which millions of people around the world love um because of christmas and everything but um <laughs> so they so they did evolve and they all made their money and they and they did the right thing but it's just a it's just a weird they just went about it all in a weird way like no other band did that you know like yeah. You either so a lot of bands just stuck with their original sound, like Wasp, like Blackie Laws is like I'm, I'm just gonna keep doing the same shit, you know, and, yeah. and through the rest of my life, um, and that's cool. And, and there's lots of bands, you know, Testament, Anthrax, all this sort of stuff. They all experiment, but they're all, you know, kind of doing the same thing. Metallica kind of went progressive, you know, as we all know, and then they tried to take it back, and everybody's like, no, this doesn't, you can't do it anymore, guys. You're yeah. old, you're old and dumb. Um, but, uh, yeah, to go the, the way sabotage went through this whole, um, I don't know for, especially for a band that never had a platinum album, um, 
really bizarre. Just a really bizarre tale. Anyway, yeah. I just kind of want to finish on that because I finally got through it. And yeah, now I don't know what I'm going to listen to anymore. I don't know what I'm going to get. It's like decades of music that you like. You know, market year. Kind of, kind of gone through it all. I've watched a lot of Ingve uh, on um, YouTube recently. Not because I like Ingve, because I don't. Um, there's a couple songs, but you know he has a large body of work. Of course, he's going to have a couple that are like, those are all right. But he's um, I won't take it away from him though. The guy can play guitar. It's a different way yeah. of playing guitar. He's playing like a classical kind of way. Uh, it's not flamenco or anything, but he's yeah. he but he's playing. He can play like he could play the way he's playing. Like he's not yeah. he's not just all. I mean, he still wears his puffy shirts and shit, you know. Thinks of course. He's a, thinks he's a pirate or whatever. But, it. you know, but, uh, you know, as much as we all used to make fun of him and everything for being so fluffy um, or being a bit of a fruit, uh, if you watch some stuff on YouTube, of, you know, of him playing, like, it's, um, and, I, and I've watched some other, like, professional guitar players, like, try to play his songs, and they struggle. They struggle with it, you know, because of the... I don't know. They just haven't trained themselves yeah. to play that way that he played. Um, all you know, all those years. I'm not saying he's the greatest guitarist or anything like that. I don't believe that at all. Um, and, and I also think that's just a very subjective thing. Like, what is the greatest yeah. guitarist? You know, it doesn't. There's really no true definition of that or anything. Um, like, I, like I tell people, Ace Frehley is my favorite. Right. It doesn't make him the best because I know he's not the best. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? That's just like that's my favorite. That's just the guy I like. Yeah, I mean, I would think that, you know, it, it, it would come down to, like, um, you know, how many people really want to buy your music, you know, and listen to it. I mean, that's, yeah. you can make all the art in the world, but if nobody wants to look at it, it's it's all going to get thrown into a pile and burned. It's still art. No one's going to take it away from you, but eventually no one's going to want to listen to it, you know. So what is success? What what makes you the greatest? And, you know, it's, it's, it's going to end up being, like, um, peers and people that listen to your music. And so uh, the stuff that lasts the longest, the things that people listen to is probably going to, you know, put you into a better place. Like Van Halen used to be really huge. And, and, and of course he still is in a lot of ways, but I don't think that, um, a lot of the songs of like Van Halen, other than like running with the devil and stuff on classic rock that they used to play to death. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they don't play like a lot of the Sammy Hagar era stuff. Um, right. And, uh, they, they keep it mostly with the, the, the early David Lee Roth stuff. And even that they kind of limit to like pretty woman and, and, and a few songs. And, and, um, and yet there, that was a band that had a lot of, um, chart topping hits. Right. And Eddie Van Halen, of course, was considered one of the greatest guitarists ever. I mean, it was arguably, you know, fantastic at first time. Um, but I just wonder like, you know, kids today, do they really want to listen to Eddie Van Halen? No, no, probably not. No. And, and so it's like, yeah, I don't know. Eh. They don't even know. They don't even care, though. I don't think kids they, care that much about who's a good guitarist or anything like that. It's like some weird thing we had when we were young. It's more competitive. That's what, I just I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about that. They were like, "70s and 80s rock is like the best rock there was because that's when you had guitar gods and you had like front men and you had like you know that was like the big deal. Like you know, the lead singer was the the ringleader of the show and welcome to it. it was like it was a uh, an experience and it was a thing." And like the guitar god was the guy who would go out there and do a guitar solo for five, ten minutes. And it's like you don't have that anymore. 
You know what I mean? Like they'd be like, "Oh, name some guitar guys." You'd be like, "Oh, Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy Page, uh, Ace Frehley." Uh, you know what I mean? You, Eddie Van Halen. There's uh, Jeff Beck, Stevie Ray Vaughan. You know, there's like there's all these names, and then it's like, "Okay, name some guitar guys from today," and it's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like it's a completely different thing nowadays, music wise. What you were saying about play really well and, and put their music out and, and all this and like different bands and all stuff. George Lynch has released pretty much like an album every year or two <laughs> right. with like different bands and stuff like yeah. that. And the dude's a phenomenal guitar player. I yeah. mean, he really is. Yeah. I mean, he did a, he did an album with Michael Sweet from Striper. He's, 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 you know, he's, he's, he's redone doc and stuff. He goes on tour with all this. He just reformed Lynch mob like a year and a half ago. He says, I'm not using that name anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to do this other name. And then he came back a couple months ago. He goes, "Okay, I'm going to do Lynch Mob now. We're going to do. We're going to call it that." It's like, it's it's like the dude just keeps trying, but nobody's. You know what I mean? Nobody just nobody gets into it. You right. know? Right. So that's all I got to say about that. You are okay. Hold on. Uh oh, we lost him, everybody. No, I, I I heard like you thumping on the desk or something, and then now the volume is really low. Nope, I got nothing. I can I can barely, barely, barely hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You kept um, kicking uh, out um, on, no. on, on one side, so I don't know. It probably recorded fine, but I was trying to fix this horrible mixing board um, because you know it's just it's owned by the devil. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I have all these problems, but anyway, the show's over. We went long. Um, we'll be back next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Talk to you later. Yay. Peace. You've been listening to Oblast with Don and Kevin. If you'd like to write into the show, send an email to oblast at vgn.us. That is VGN as in video game news. And be sure to check out our Patreon page, which is at patreon.com forward slash VGN, where you can get all of our shows, our videos, and some musings. Uh, be sure to tune in each week for new episodes on our Patreon page or every other week on the public RSS feed that you're subscribed to now. Thanks for listening, and good night. Peace.